British fever. Don't worry, guys. This isn't the name of a new virus that's spreading across America. In fact, if anything, it's something which has been festering throughout American life since the mid-20th century. Since the 1960s, Americans have had a strange obsession with British life in the United Kingdom. Whether it be through music, movies, art, sports, or just culture in general, there's just something about those tea-sipping lads that we just can't seem to shake. But what is it about them? Well, we were curious too and decided to try and get to the bottom of it. And what better place to begin than going directly to the source, an actual British person? Perhaps they could give us some insight into what makes their culture so intoxicating to Americans. We tried to get in contact with the Queen, but she seemed unavailable, so we went to the next best thing, Lee Clark. He's a 26-year-old who currently plays soccer in Florida. He moved to America from Newcastle when he was 18 and has experience with the two cultures. Well, it's weird because, like, obviously, I only knew... I've never been to America until I moved over here, so anything that you would see on TV, you'd expect to see over here, which is completely the opposite. I just think the lifestyle's different. I, I really do. Like, there's so much difference from me living in England and me living over here within the first week I was here. I mean, I mean, yeah, you get used to some things, but then you see something different, like, all the time over here. When asked what has made Americans so fascinated with British culture, he has a simple answer for us. Social media. I feel like the reasons why... Americans are starting to grow a bit more to English trends, culture, all that stuff, vice versa. I think it's just because of social media. I literally think social media is just so powerful now that you're just able to hear or find something just by typing in a few keywords. But it has to be more than this. When artists such as The Beatles and The Smiths first hit the scene, these platforms allowed us to share with each other in ways that didn't exist before. Yet these artists were able to break out of their respective countries and genres, so these platforms could only go so far in presenting us this information. Yeah, so like, for example, a Harry Styles. I honestly think that's just down to what we see stereotypes and, like, the differences. For example, the accent. Like, Americans might love his accent and are already interested just from that. Perhaps it was just an accent. The British accent has indeed grown to become quite famous in American culture. It has found its way to our cinema, with iconic characters toting the accent like Darth Vader, Jack Sparrow, and, of course, James Bond. It goes much further than this, though. Even entire films have found huge success in the States. One example of this being Monty Python and the Holy Grail, a 1975 comedy which remains an iconic film among Americans to this day. Anyone who's seen the movie knows this iconic scene. You are indeed brave tonight, but the fight is mine. Oh, and enough, eh? Look, you stupid bastard, you've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look! It's just a flesh wound. Look, stop that! Chicken! Chicken! Look, I'll have your leg. Right! Right, I'll do you for that. You what? Come here! What are you going to do, bleed on me? I'm invincible! Emily Dosell has family in the UK and has visited them many times. She is intimately aware of the differences between the two cultures. She touched on Monty Python's success in the US despite their British roots. People like British humor here in general. You know, Monty Python's really big here. British media and European media tends to be a little more 
forward and a little more just a bit uncensored. I don't know. I think there's something about the British humor and the kind of dry, straightforward approach that's a little bit different from the American buttoned up kind of Hollywood vibe a little bit. I think British media is so not Hollywood. The dry wit and quick comebacks that have become hallmarks of British comedy resonate amazingly with American audiences. Shows like Fleabag have received rave reviews and have even won multiple awards at shows like the Golden Globes and the Emmys. Modern day British comedians like John Oliver have become hugely popular in the States with segments uploaded to YouTube getting as much as 38 million views. In addition, John has also done stories on his home country which have further spotlighted the UK and absurd happenings there, such as Boris Johnson getting stuck going down a zipline in 2012. Incredibly, Britain's new Prime Minister is Boris Johnson, and even if you know nothing about British politics, you're probably already vaguely aware of him. As Mayor of London, he famously got stuck on a zipline while promoting the 2012 Olympics. And if you've ever seen a photo of him, you will probably remember it, because it's honestly hard to find one where he doesn't look ridiculous. Other examples include The Great British Bake Off, which has millions of viewers and has altered the trajectory of food-focused television. Also included is Gordon Ramsay, Simon Cowell, and James Corden, all of whom have large followings in the U.S. and attract millions of viewers to their respective television shows. British music has obviously also made its impact as well. Ever since the end of World War II, British acts have shown up all across the Billboard charts. Well, obviously I love the Beatles because they're the first people I jump to. But more specifically, John Lennon and George Harrison. I love The Who. I love Led Zeppelin. I love The Stones. Oh my gosh. I love Dusty Springfield. There's so much incredible music that comes from the UK. I would argue, I mean, I still argue all the time. I think they're kind of up there at the top in terms of the music industry and even recording. But perhaps there's an even deeper reasoning behind the success. If you can make it over here, then you're known worldwide. People such as John Lennon and John Oliver do more than expose Americans to British culture. Seeing individuals like these and other Brits gain success in the States has taken an effect on British culture. We caught back up to Lee to see why he thinks many Brits might cross the pond and try their luck in the States even now. If you're able to collaborate with somebody over here, just because of the demographic in terms of 400 million plus in this country, we have 55. So if you can even get a fraction of America to kind of talk about you. Word's just going to travel so much faster than it would if a few thousand are talking about you in England or around the world. I just think uh, in terms of power, everyone sees America as the target. In addition to this individual celebrity fascination and success, there are also English franchises that have gained popularity here too. The aforementioned James Bond franchise is a huge example and Harry Potter arguably even bigger. Within these franchises, you also have tropes and references that are used outside the films or books, Quidditch being a fantastic example. Blimey, Harry, didn't you ever wonder where your mum and dad learned it all? Learned what? You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? A wizard. Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mr... Bond. British culture has deeply impacted American culture and vice versa as well. 
The relationship between our two countries has been complicated and dynamic since the founding of the first British colonies in America. As we celebrate the positive aspects of our two cultures, we must also be aware of the negatives as well. Imperialism has been a trademark of both countries. With the death of Prince Philip, there are renewed feelings both in England and around the world of questioning the worth and message of the royal family and the imperialism they have represented for countries. Philip did have his fair share of controversies that personify this. A visit to Beijing in 1986 was described as ghastly. The Duke warning British students based in the Chinese capital that if you stay here much longer, you'll all be slitty-eyed. The UK is a very complicated and diverse place. Where there are people like Prince Philip, there are also people like the aforementioned John Oliver. Watching the impact of its culture on the world throughout history and now is fascinating. For now, we're going to get some tea and crumpets and bid you farewell. For WNSR, this is Violet.